I think Saudia is looking tonight, or in the Middle East in general. Bismillah wa alhamdulillah Salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi Wa ma Wa man tamasaka ala sunnatihi Ila yumiddin after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutations upon the Messenger alayhi salatu salam and upon all, all those who follow upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day to proceed ya ikhwan Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wanfa'na bima alimtana wa rabbana zidna ilma walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen O Allah we ask that you teach us that which will benefit us and that you benefit us with that which you have taught us and we ask that you increase all of us upon knowledge and our praise belong to Allah, the Lord of all the worlds the Lord of all the worlds فَنَوَاسِلُ مَعَكُمْ فِي هَذِهِ اللَّيْلَةِ الْمُبَارَكَةِ الْكَرِيمَةِ عَوْنًا مِنَ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ so we continue in this blessed and noble night of ours, seeking the aid and the assistance of our Lord, the most merciful and the most compassionate. So we continue, inshallah ta'ala, deriving benefit from the science of al-fiqh. The science of al-fiqh. فأي كتاب ندرسه يا إخواننا في درس الفقه. So what's the name of the book that we're studying in our fiqh class? منهج السالكين. فما معنى المنهج? So what's the meaning of the word منهج? Methodology, way. جميلا. فما معنى السالك? What's the meaning of the word سالك? سالكين? سالكون? منو؟ فضي أخي. Those who are traveling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Those who are traveling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Al-Imam al-Sa'adi rahimahullah ta'ala fi hadha al-kitab ya ikhwan bayyana lana annahu jama'a bayna amreen. Annahu jama'a 
Bain Amrin. So in this book of As-Sa'di, Rahimallah Ta'ala, he mentions that he gathered together between two things. فِي جَمِيعِ هَذِي الْكِتَابِ مِنَ الْبِدَاءِ لِنِهَايَ جَمَعَ بَيْنَ أَمْرِينَ فَمَا هُمَا In the beginning of this book, to the ending, or to the end, he gathered, he couples, he joins together between two components, two affairs. مَا هُمَا What are they? عندمن أَجْسَعَدِي gathers in this book between two things. What are they? Questions and groups. Jamil, close. Not questions, but give me a better translation for Masai. Eh. Issues, affairs, and their proofs. Are sent. Issues, affairs, and their proofs. Who can give us an example of what does it mean, a mas'ala? What does it mean, an issue, an affair? Something of the religion. Atina mas'alatan ma. Give us any issue of Islam. Marrying four wives. Marrying four wives. Qaza'a. <laughs> categories of water and then he gives his proof what's the meaning of knowledge according to a Saudi ah can I do wajibat y'all guys had homework too so yes that was for tonight's class ah that was another What's that tomorrow? Like, مره, 50 times. تعريف العلم عند سعدي. Punishment homework. Since nobody had that one down, mashallah. Everybody traveled that that day. Even the sisters, mashallah, everybody was preoccupied that night, mashallah ta'ala. Astaghfirullah. May Allah forgive us all, ya khwan. فكان علينا أن نكتب تعريف العلم عند سعدي 50 مرة. For homework. We had the right 50 times the definition of knowledge according to a Sa'adi. What did he say about knowledge? Knowledge is having knowledge of the truth along with its proofs. MashaAllah. That's important. Generally, for every Muslim, especially for the seekers of knowledge. And we ask that Allah makes all of us from the true seekers of knowledge. قال السعدي العلم معرفة الحق بالدليل أو بدليله. He says knowledge is having knowledge of the truth and its proofs and its proofs. طيب لماذا اختصر السعدي رحمه الله هذا الكتاب? Why did السعدي هشمة الله? Why did السعدي summarize this book? Why did he make a summarization? To make it easy. And also, out of fear, he was going to make it too long. Having knowledge of the truth, along with the proofs that go with it. Write down this piece of poetry, And it's the statement of the great Imam al-Shafi'i. May Allah have mercy upon him. قال الشافعي رحمه الله تعالى كل العلوم كل علوم كل العلوم سوى القرآن مشغلة كل العلوم 
siwal Qur'ani mashgalatun Kullul ulumi siwal Qur'ani mashgalatun Illa al-haditha Illa al-haditha وإلا الفقه في الدين إلا الحديث وإلا الفقه في الدين كل العلوم سوى القرآن مشغلة إلا الحديث وإلا الفقه في الدين أو في الدين إذا هذا كسر في الدين سوى القرآن مشغلة مشغلة كل العلوم كل العلوم سوى القرآن مشغلة إلا الحديث وإلا الفقه في الدين لا سلام آخر بيت لا سلام العلم العلم ما كان فيه العلم ما كان فيه قال حدثنا قال حدثنا العلم ما كان فيه قال حدثنا وما سوى ذاك وما سوى ذاك وسواس الشياطين وسواس الشياطين وما سوى ذاك وسواس الشياطين جميعا بالصيف عند بيجيني يا أخوان كل العلوم سوى القرآن مشغلة كل العلوم سوى القرآن مشغلة مشغلة غين مشغلة غا غا مشغلة مشغلة إلا الحديث وإلا الفقه في الدين العلم ما قال فيه طيب العلم ما كان فيه عفوا العلم ما كان فيه قال حدثنا وما سوى ذاك وسواس الشياطين صيساس كل علوم every science سوى القرآن مشغلة besides the Quran is a science that just busies you just preoccupies you إلا الحديث except for hadith وإلا الفقه في الدين and except for learning الفقه understanding of the religion العلم ما كان فيه قال حدثنا knowledge is that which has therein the saying they hadathana uh, he narrated to us someone narrated to us 
وما سوى ذاك وسواس الشياطين in everything besides that is only whispers of a shaytan or whispers of the shayateen jamilan fa hatta shafi'i rahimallahu ta'ala ala thalathati asha so here a shafi'i is encouraging upon three sciences ilm al-quran ilm al-hadith wal mulfiq wa hadhihi umur ahammu shay'in yata'allamuhu al-abd yata'allamuhu in these three affairs, knowledge of Quran, knowledge of Hadith, knowledge of Al-Fiqh are the most important things to study. Most important things to study. Three sciences. Al-Quran, Al-Ilm Al-Hadith, Al-Ilm Al-Fiqh. Science of Quran, science of Al-Hadith, and the science of Al-Fiqh. Ahammu shayna ta'allamu aw yata'allamuhu al-abd. Yata'allamuhu al-abd. The most important thing that a servant can study ikhwan tayyib man lahu as'ilatun aw sawalun an ad-dars who has a question so far about the lesson tafadhal jamila mashghalatun busies or preoccupies from shaghla yashghalu shaghlana an-nas an huduri al-halaqa the people busied us or preoccupied us from coming to the lesson. Shagala yashgalu to busy or preoccupy. Mashgala is that thing that busies someone or preoccupies someone, makes them busy. What what about the sciences of Aqidah? Yash Al-Aqidah The science of tafsir. The science of al-hadith and the science of al-fiqh, aqidah revolves around all three of them. لا يدرس العبد عقيدة أبدا إلا أن يدرس القرآن وإلا أن يدرس الحديث وإلا أن يدرس الفقه. هذا مستحيل. A person is not going to study aqidah ever, never, يا إخوان, without studying Quran, without studying hadith, and without studying al-fiqh. إذا يدرس العقيدة بدون القرآن وبدون الحديث وبدون الفقه if the person is studying belief without the Quran and without the Hadith and without Al-Fiqh, how, how is he studying his belief? From where is he deriving his benefit from? So Aqidah includes the Quran, includes Al-Hadith, includes Mada Al-Fiqh. That's a good question. معنا وقبل ذلك عندي آخر السؤال. Before that, our last question, يا إخوان. ما معنى الفقه عند السعدي شرعاً؟ What's the meaning of al-fiqh according to al-Saadi? In the language, in the religion. تعلمنا معنى الفقه. We also learned the meaning of al-fiqh. معرفة معرفة الأحكام الشرعية التي الفرعية. B. Adilati. 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 Having knowledge of the rulings of the Sharia legislation, the secondary issues. What does it mean, Faraya, here? Uh, and not Aqidah. Uh, yeah, I sent. 
Al-umur allati la tata'alluqu bil-aqidah You're not talking about belief when you study al-fiqh You're not talking about al-aqidah The meaning of far'iyah is everything besides al-aqidah You're not talking about the belief Fi ilm al-fiqh la nadrusu fi umuri al-i'tiqadiyah La When you're studying al-fiqh You're not going to dwell into the science of belief Where is Allah? How is iman billah, iman bil-qutub, iman bil-malaika, iman bil-rusul, iman bil-yawm al-qiyamah, ilam bil-qadr La the likes of these affairs are not inside of al-fiqh. Al-fiqh. With their proofs. Having knowledge of the rulings of the legislation of Al-Islam The secondary issues Not the foundation, not the issues of Aqeedah Along with their proofs If you understand that, you understand the meaning of Al-Fiqh فَالْفِقْهُ يُخْرِجُ مَاذَا Fiqh excludes what? What are you not talking about? Belief Aqeedah Tawheed Iman لَا تَتَدَخَّلْ هَذِهِ الْأُمُورِ فِي الْعَقِيدِ فِي التَّوْهِيد These issues You're not talking about Al-Fiqh When you say Al-Fiqh You're not talking about Aqeedah مَنْ لَا يَفْهَمْ Who doesn't understand? Our new brother When we say Fiqh What are we not talking about? Belief Jamila. One of our new brothers sitting on the side. Why are y'all sitting over there? Why y'all sitting over there? Come join us, inshallah. Ta'ala. And the man is smart. Kalima tal fiqh. And mother lana takalam. Who's the youngest of you? Tai. This is your question. When you say al fiqh, what are we not talking about? Belief. Mention something that's not from al-fiqh huh? Our brother behind, Sahibu Nadara with the glasses Mention something that's not from fiqh Trick question See if you guys are paying attention Mention something that's not from fiqh Huh, a little brother You just said it Not from fiqh? Not from fiqh Aqeedah. Belief. is not found in Aqeedah. Uh, belief is not found in Al-Fiqh. When you say Fiqh, you're not talking about Aqeedah. You're not talking about Aqeedah. Who can explain? The word Aqeedah can be found in Fiqh. We just mentioned it's not found in Fiqh. So, you guys with me or you travel? You guys with me? The Somali Ma open on Sundays? Yes. Make sure everybody's here tonight. Tayyip, we just mentioned fiqh is not talking about aqeedah. You guys with me? Tayyip, قَدْ تَكُونُ كَلِمَةُ الْفِقْهِ قَدْ تَكُونُ كَلِمَةُ الْعَقِيدَةِ أَمْرَاضِ تَحْتَ عِلْمِ الْفِقْهِ Okay, the word aqeedah can be inside of fiqh. Who can explain? Hey, what's fiqh al-akbar? Some scholars, they differ on the verbiage, on the terms. They're saying the same thing, 
but using different words. Some scholars say aqidah is called al-fiqh al-akbar, major fiqh. And what we're studying is called al-fiqh al-asghar, minor fiqh. So to them, the word aqidah can be included in fiqh. Because they talk, they call it aqidah fiqh al-akbar. So that's a trick question, inshallah, later on. You're going to see Sometimes you're going to find This scholar differs with this scholar On the word choice They're saying the same thing He says masjid He says bait Same meaning He says dar He says bait Same meaning He says daftar He says karasi Same meaning You guys with me? Same meaning Sometimes you can use different mutaradifat, synonyms. And this happens a lot amongst the people of knowledge. Ta'ayat, namshi ikhwan, let's continue inshallah. Qala al-ahkamu shari'iyatu khamsan. The rulings, or the legislative rulings of al-Islam, they are five. The legislative rulings of al-Islam, they are five. Al-wajib, obligatory. Wal-haramu diddu. It's opposite haram, prohibited. Tayyip. Qala wal masnoon, number three. That which is recommended. Wal makroo diddu, number four. That which is hated, makroo. Makroo. Tayyip. Wal khamis, number five, al mubah. Al-Mubah, that which is allowed. Al-Wajib, obligatory. Diddhu, haram. It's opposite, haram. Prohibited. Al-Masnoon, recommended. Sunnah, preferred. Diddhu, makroo. It's opposite, hated, disliked, despised. Wa-akhiruha, mubah. It's last, or the last of them is mubah. That which is allowed. Now we're going to learn their meanings. Al-Sa'di, he didn't mention the meanings. That's not his intent. He mentioned the ruling of it, the reward of it. So when a Sa'di mentions wajib, he didn't mention the meaning. What did a Sa'di say about what we did wajib last time? I think we did wajib, so? Yeah. A Sa'di says, what about wajib? He says, It's the thing that whoever does it gets a reward. Whoever does it, you get a reward. And whoever leaves it off is under the punishment of Allah. He can be punished. If you do it, you get a reward. If you leave it off, you're sinful. That's not the meaning. Many of the people believe when they read the books of Al-Sa'di and the likes of the books of Al-Fiqh, of the books of the ulama of Al-Fiqh, that that's the meaning. That's not the meaning. That's the ajr. That's the reward of it. Ta'ir, al-ma'na, 
أظنوا أخذنا المعنى. I think we gave the meaning last time, صح؟ In the manner of على سبيل والوجه إلزام. Memorize this, يا إخوان. على الوجه طيب أكتب هذا التعريف. Write this definition down. ما هو الواجب؟ It's going to be on your test, inshallah. ولا تدرسوا لهذا. طيب. But don't study for that. Our test is يوم القيامة. Plus is going to be on your test. طيب. أحيانا الطالب لا يدرس ولا يراجع لا يركز حتى يسمع كلمة امتحان ثم الآن يركز وهذا خطأ يا إخوان. Many of the students of today, especially in the West, especially in the West, we only study seriously when we hear the word. Oh, tomorrow is a test. First period is a test. Now, oh, mashallah, now he's ready. But in Islam, we shouldn't be like that. We should always be serious. As if tomorrow is a test. Because tomorrow is not promised to none of us. And we're all going to نَقُومُ أَمَامِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَنُسْأَلُ عَنْ عِلْمِنَا وَعَنْ عُمْرِنَا وَعَنْ عِلْمِنَا وَعَنْ مَالِنَا وَعَنْ جَسْمِنَا وَعَنْ جِسْمِنَا And we're all going to stand in front of Allah and we're going to be questioned about our lives, questioned about our knowledge, questioned about what we deal with the knowledge, questioned about our wealth, and questioned about our bodies and what we deal with it. So يوم قيام is the test. But in addition, this is going to be one of the questions we're going to ask you on your fifth test, inshallah. Ta'arifu al-wajib. The meaning of wajib. Write this down, ya ikhwan. Ma amara bihi ashar'ah. Ma amara bihi ashar'ah. It is that which the legislation commands with. Meaning Allah or His Messenger. Allah or His Messenger commands. على وجه الإلزام in a manner that it has to be done there are two types of commandments you're going to see inshallah this one is the command على وجه الإلزام على سبيل الإلزام it's a command that must be done it's a command that the person is uh, enforcing you to do it على سبيل الإلزام has to be done this is wajib ما أمر به الشارع على وجه الإلزام على سبيل الإلزام بالفعل that which the legislation of Islam commands meaning Allah's messenger or you can say what Allah's messenger commands if you wish على وجه الإلزام بالفعل in a manner that it has to be done it has to be done هذا الواجب طيب تفضل يا اخي. What's the واجب الفرض نفس المعنى لكن بعض العلماء يختلفون في استخدام. بعضهم يستخدمون واجب، بعضهم يستخدمون فرض. The meaning is the same. That's an example of a synonym according to many علماء. Some scholars use the word فرض for our definition. Some scholars use واجب for our definition. Same meaning. Those that say farq, their meaning is the same. Those that say wajib, their meaning is the same. Like when we get to sunnah, mustahab, masnoon. Three different synonyms. Sunnah, masnoon, mustahab. Uh, there's another one here, Juan. Not makruf, for recommended. Huh? Masnoon, mustahab, sunnah. 
Now Mubah, Mubah is allowed. Only mention three? I believe it's one more, Yaquan, it escapes me Al-An. Right now. Similarly to that, some say recommended as Sunnah. Some say no, it's called Mustahab. Some say no, it's called Masnoon. Whatever you call it, their meaning is the same. Their meaning is the same. So this is an example, especially in the fiqh. Ba'adul ulama yakhtalifuna fil istikhdam. They differ a lot of times. And not in the meaning and the utilage of the word. And which word do we prefer? In grammar, this scholar says, haraful jar, preposition. This other madhab says, haraful khaf, preposition. Same meaning. What's haraful jar? What's haraful khaf? Same meaning. They just use different verbiage, different words, synonyms. Some mention six. What's the six? They break down words in the Hey, some do. Some use, I believe some use far as like a sunnah mu'akkada or something like that. They differ in, most of them use them the same. And then some do specify also. Some do that. Like we mentioned an example of that also, ya ikhwan. Kalimatu mutafiqun alayh. Kalimatu mutafiqi alayh. Like it's agreed upon. Some scholars, they have a meaning when they say Muntafakun Alay is agreed upon or in the Bukhari Muslim. It's collected by Bukhari Muslim. Other scholars say no. And the Ahmed Bukhari Muslim. It's collected by Ahmed Bukhari Muslim. They differ. Like Aqusam Tawheed, the category of Tawheed. Some scholars say Arba'a, some say four. Some say three. Some say two. Some say two. Like in Al-Ma'na Sawah. Al-Ma'na Sawah. But the meaning is the same. No, that happens a lot. Yeah. This is like witless wajib. Like in Ahmad, this is witless wajib. No. Because if you don't do it, you, you are sinful. You're sinful. Yeah. And then in the Ahnaf, some of them differ. Some of them, when they use the word wajib, they mean sunnah. A lot of times you're going to study Ikhwan, it depends on who's talking. When Bukhari says something is weak, he say, Labats is okay. Labat. That's him saying is weak in a nice way. Everybody has a different. Imam Ahmed used to use the word sunnah for wajib. That was his verbiage. Just like in Somalia, you guys may have some verbiage y'all use, inshallah ta'ala. No. In America, Al Abdu Yusal Halindaka Mal, Qala, Ana Maksur. In America, a brother's asked, Hey, you got any money? You got five dollars? I want to go get something to drink. You got some money? He says, No, I'm broke. I'm broke. That means I don't have any money. That's English slang. Don't learn that. That's just an example. Sometimes in different sciences, you have that also. No. And then some use, some do differ. Some say far is wajib. Some say far is like closer to sunnah. It's emphasized, but there's no sin on you if you do it. They differ there. That happens a lot. Wajib is the asl. That's a good question. Which one is the origin? Allah Adam. It's hard to say what's the asl with regards to a kalima. Allah Which one is used the most? It depends on what land you're talking about, what time period you're talking about. A lot of these terms weren't around in the time of the companions. A lot of these issues weren't weren't they didn't they didn't mention the likes of that. So a lot of these things are issues that came after the campaigns of the Messenger Around the Tabi'un time, you find Mustahab, Sunnah, Makru. So the companions, the Prophet did it or he didn't do it. That's it. They made it easy. Allah Akbar. Do we have any dalil like that we have five 
نعم ليس من الكتاب ولا من السنة هذا مثل أقسام التوحيد هذا ليس من آية ليس من حديث أن الله تعالى يقول أقسام التوحيد ثلاثة وأربعة واثنان وقال النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام أقسام التوحيد أربعة ثلاثة واثنان لا هذا من الاستقرار والتتبع الاستقرار والتتبع there is no proof meaning is from the Quran and Sunnah that Allah says the Aqsamid uh, the Ahkamu Shari'iyya Khamsa the legislation of Islam are five you're not going to find a verse Allah says that not in the whole Quran never you're not going to find the Messenger of Allah saying that this is like the categories of Tawheed there's no verse where Allah says uh, uh, categories of Tawheed are three or four or two the Prophet Allah didn't say that but this is what's called from the scholars they derive this is called Al-Istiqrar wa Tatabur the studying when the scholars look at the Quran and they look at the Arabic language and they look at the Sunnah and they look at the Hadith and they see every time Allah mentions Tawheed He's talking about one of three ways every time a ruling is mentioned from the Quran, from the Arabic, from the Hadith they find that they, it comes in five ways Wajib or Fard Mustahab or Masnu or Sunnah or Makru number three and Mada uh, Haram four and Mubah you don't find the six this is called Istiqrar wa Tatabur where it's not a verse, it's not a Hadith that says this but the scholars have studied the Quran they have studied the Sunnah and dissected the Quran, dissected the Sunnah, studied the Arabic language and examined it and studied it and critiqued it and scrutinized it and they found that there are only five rulings in Islam. Not six, not seven, no. هذا مثلو كم أقسام الكلمة أو كم أقسام الحديث This is like how many types of words are there in Arabic? How many types? Ah, بعتم Guys a little far. Not how many words, how many types? There's three. Three. What are they? It starts up here, a couple hundred types of words. Then you keep chopping it down, chopping it down, chopping it down, chopping it down. All these hundred are one type. All these hundred are another type. All these hundred are the last type. They are three. What are they? Ism, fi'l, harf. Every word in Arabic is either going to be ism. Every word in Arabic is either going to be a, a, a noun, a fi'l, or verb, or a harf, or a particle. That's it. You may hear the word adat, adatu. Scholars of the past didn't use that word. That's a new word. Adatu. Adatu listibham. No. Some scholars say that adat is a noun. Some say adat is a harf. But the word adat wasn't used. It was either ism, fi'l, or harf. Like, what's similar to that? Huh? Hadith. How many categories of hadith? Three. Three. When you first start, it's up here. 40 different categories, 37, 36 different categories. When you chop them down, chop them down, chop them down, two of them are for Sahih, two of them are for Hassan, the remaining 30 something are a week. So it's only three types. If you really want to be technical, it's only two types Sahih and Daif. If you really go way back to the great Imams of the Salaf, it's really two. And then when a Tirmidhi came about, he showed them. That we can give another category a name. They used to work by it, but they didn't give it a name. 
Tirmidhi came wa arrafa qisman akhar wa sammahu hasana wa sammahu hasana Tirmidhi comes he was the first one to use the word hasan this category was used but not with a different name he said we can give this a different name by itself and Bukhari agreed and great imams later on agreed so that's how hasan came about at any rate all of these are examples that there's not a dilla for them there's no proof that there are three types of words in Arabic. There's no proof that there are three types of hadith in hadith. There's no proof that there's four types of tawheed or three or two, however you break it down. There's no proof that there are five rules of Al-Islam. These are called Al-Istiqra'at wa Tatabur. The scrutiny of the scholars, the investigation of the scholars, the studying of the scholars. No, have a swell, Jay. What's an example of Adat? Adat, for example, Mathalan. Uh, they say it's an adat. You say, what does adat mean? Oh, they say, oh, harf. So they're given certain particles the name adat. But just means a harf. No. It's bell. Bell. Uh, I think bell is a. There are different types of bell. Uh, bell, I believe, is a harf. Or some may say bell is also adat. No, that's another good example. Bell, innama, hal, the alif, anta muslim, the alif, that's really a harf. Almost every adat, if you ask the teacher, what type of word is this adat, he's going to say a harf. But this word wasn't used in the original uh, scholars of nahu sarf. They didn't use adat. This was a modern usage. Many scholars of today, they say adat, adat, adat. But back in the day, it didn't exist. Let's continue, Ya Ikhwah. Tafadda. Matarif al-shara'a wa tarif al-shara'a. Of what word? Al-shara'a. What's the meaning of the shara'a? Sharia'a. Al-deen. Al-minhaj lil-islam. The methodology of al-islam. The religion, the Sharia, Sharr, just means the religion, legislatively, the legislation of Islam, the religion of Islam. What did Allah command or His Prophet? Sharia, Sharr. No, Allah Alam. Let's continue. Taib al Haram. Ma hu al Haram. Write this down here, Khwan. Ma amra ashar'u bihi ala wajil ilzam bitarq. Aksu wajib. The opposite of wajib. Ma amra bihi ashar'u. What the legislation commands. Ala wajil ilzam bitarq. That you leave it off. That is a, a command, a prohibition. Or you can say command abats. Ma amara bihi shara' ala wajhi al-izam bitarak. That which the legislation commands you to leave it off, to avoid it, not to do it. The point is, ala wajhi al-izam. Pay attention there. In the manner that you must. It's not recommended, it's not hated, no. Ala wajhi al-izam bitarak. In the manner that you must leave it off. This is haram.
ما أمر به الشارع almost verbatim for uh, wajah almost verbatim we're going to change one word or two words ما أمر به الشارع على وجه الإلزام بالترك wajah we said بالفعل that you must do it in haram بالترك that it must you must stay away from it you must leave it all so it's a command or you can say prohibition. Some scholars say prohibition. Some say command. No, that's. Those that say prohibition, uh, they don't say bitturk. Those that say command, they say bitturk. So grammatically, they change that. That which is the legislation commands, Allah's messenger commands, in the manner that you must bitturk, that you must leave it off. You must avoid it. That's haram. So now, عندنا الآن الواجب والحرام. طيب المسنون recommended ما أجره what's the reward of it what happens if you do it you reward it if you don't do it nothing on you nothing on you ما أثيب فاعله ولم يعاقب تاريخه مثل الواجب is similar to واجب القسم الأول مثل الواجب تماما the first part of recommended is just like واجب the first part if you do it, you get a reward. What else? If you do it, you get a reward. What else? If you do it, you get a reward. Wajib. Wajib. First part of recommended and wajib is the same. First part. If you do it, you get a reward. But the second part is different. If you don't do it, there's no sin on you. Recommended. If you do it, you get a reward. It's recommended to do the recommended. If you do it, you get a reward. But there's no sin if you don't do it. What's an example of that? Lil for the men. If you do it, you get a reward. You don't do it, there's no sin. Salatul Sunnah. Mathalan, al Abd Yadukul Masjidah. The brother comes in the masjid. And he just stands and waits for the prayer. It's not obligatory from the sit. We say, Sali Rakatain, sit down, Yahi. He says, La la ana la uri. I don't want to pray. I'm just going to wait. Can he do that? The answer is yes. Is he sinful? There's no sin on him. There's no sin on him. Either Janasa, Kablan Yusali Rakatain, Adashan Akhar. If he sits down first, that's something else. But there's no command that he has to come in and pray. No. The command is that you pray. Raka'atain, qabla and tajlis. Before you sit, you pray to raka'ah. Uh, is there a sin if you, don't, if you sit without praying? Ba'adul al-rajih, alam, and hadha athim. Wa ba'adul ulama yaquluna hadha makruh, wa laysa biwajib. Yakhtalifun, ikhtalaf al-ulama. The scholars differ there. The strongest opinion is that yes, he's sinful. He's going against the commandment of the Messenger of Allah. The origin of wajib is what? Was wajib meaning? That which the legislation commands with. The Prophet is commanding the people. Pray to Raka'ah before you sit. The origin of every command, the origin of every command is obligatory. That's the origin. That's the asul. Illa bil qurina. Unless there's another text showing this commandment is recommended. Not obligatory. There are two types of commands. The first one. 
You have to do it. It's a must. It's obligatory. Second one, it's a command, but it's not, it's not restricted. It's not upon you to do it. If you do it, you get a reward. If you don't do it, there's no sin. So he sits down. Some scholars say he did was hated. Other scholars say, no, the origin of a command is that it's obligatory. The prophet commanded here, so this is command, this is obligatory. You're gonna find that ikhtilaf a lot also. There's gonna be a command. Is it obligatory or recommended? You're gonna see a prohibition. Is it haram or hated? They differ a lot of times in those issues. Usually if the word hellfire is mentioned, anger of Allah is mentioned, wrath of Allah is mentioned, curse of Allah is mentioned, it's haram. Bila shak, no doubt about it. But some commandments, some prohibitions can just be hated. Ta'ayat. Qala ma'ana al-masnoon. The meaning of masnoon. The meaning of it. Uqtubu hadha. Write this down here, ikhwan. Ma amara bihi shari' with the legislation commands. Ala ghayri wajhi al-ilzam bil fi'l. Now pay attention here. Ala ghayri wajhi al-ilzam bil fi'l. What the legislation commands, but it's not in a enforced, it's not absolute that you have to do it. It's a command. They both have commands. Wajib and mustahab. They both have commands. But mustahab, ala ghayri wajhil ilzami bil fi'l. But it's not something that is absolute, enforced, that you must do it. That's the differences between al wajib and mustahab. Al-Ta'rif Tamaman Qariban The meaning is almost verbatim However, one is ala wajhil ilzam One is in the manner that you must do it That's wajib Mustahab ala ghayri wajhil ilzam bil fi'l Recommended is that Is not in the command Is uh, not in the manner that you have to do it That's the difference between wajib and mustahab Ma amara Mustahab, we're going to add two words. Uh, one word. Ghayri. Ma'amara bihi shadr ala ghayri wajhi al-ilzami bil-fi'l. That which the legislation commands, but it's not. Al-Ghayri is not in the manner of Al-Ilzam. Ilzam means you must do it. Ilzamiyan. Salah. Ilzamiya. Prayers. Ilzamiya. You must. It's restrict. It's enforced. It's madha. You don't have a choice. To be Muslim, you have to pray. Recommended. Al-Ghayri wajhil ilzam is not in the manner that is enforced. You don't have to do it. That's mustahab and wajib. Right? Who give us an example of something that's recommended to do? Fasting on Mondays and Thursdays. Fasting Mondays and Thursdays. I sent. Huh? Qiyam. Ayu Qiyam? Qiyam al Standing up at night to pray. The brother says, I'm going to pray one raka'ah. He says, Astaghfirullah. No, he said, Alhamdulillah. You want to go pray one raka'ah? Yes. Alhamdulillah. Even if you pray more than that, it's still Alhamdulillah. 
You can recommend them do more. It's better if you pray one more. It's better if you pray two more. Shukran. I'm lazy tonight. I'm tired. I'm going to pray one. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. Pray your one rakah. May Allah accept it. Fast on Mondays and Thursdays. You're going to fast Monday and Thursday? Inshallah. Alhamdulillah. Let's recommend it. What's another one? Wearing something. Wearing something over here for the men. The brother says, Ana alhamdulillah. Ana astalamtu, mashaAllah ta'ala. Halqatan jameelatan. Fala uridu an. And, uh, and rather, and, uh, and yaj'alahu ghayri jameelan. The man said, I just got my hair cut, ya akhi. I don't want to mess it up. You know, sometimes we, it happens. That happens to all of us, ya Just got his nice shape up done. The kufi makes your shape up not looking nice. The scarf makes your shape up not looking nice. Ta'ib. He says, it's better. And tastu ra'saka hadha mustahab. He says, it's better for you to cover your head. He says, shukran, shukran. May Allah bless you. Don't ever get offended, ever. Even if you don't take the person's advice, don't get offended. You say, don't, oh man, now you're the sheikh. Now all of a sudden, not like that, ya akhi. You say, jazakallah khayran. Barakallah fi. Even if you don't do it, sometimes we get offended. Oh, who, yesterday, and then we also start blaming one another. Don't do that either, ya akhwan. Don't fall, fine. You gave me advice, so I got to find out when you did, I saw you do something. So I, don't do that, that's not from Islam, ya akhwan. Someone advises you, you say, may Allah bless you. Make dua for them. Even if you don't agree with it. Someone takes a time out. Yeah, it's a sunnah to such and such and such and such. You don't know that to be a sunnah. May Allah bless you. May Allah forgive you of your sins. May Allah raise you. Make dua for that person. Even if you don't do it. And they shouldn't get offended by you not taking their advice. Sometimes we do both. The one who's advising gets offended when the person doesn't take his advice. You say, Ya Akhi, it's better for you to pray to Rakah and then sit. He said, Shukran, Ya Akhi, I'm just waiting on the prayer. I'm okay. May Allah bless you. Oh, I thought the brother A, B, and C. Not like that, Ya Akhwan. Shukran. You gave the advice. What else can you do? إِذَا كَانَ عَلَى النَّبِيَ عَلَيْهِ سَبْتُ السَّلَامِ إِلَّا الْبَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ الْآيَةِ فِي سُورَةِ آلِ عَمْرَانِ كَمَا قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى If it was only upon the Prophet of Allah to make it clear, as it comes in the verse, how much more so us? One time there was a brother, he was married to two women. In the masjid. So the brother had two wives. So after the salah, they began to fight. They go to the Imam, Ya Imam, Ya Imam. Alaykan tatakalam, alaykan tafala shay, alaykan tafala imam huna. Alaykan bishay, alaykan bishay. He said, Brother Imam, you have to do something. They're, they're fighting, they're arguing. You, you're the Imam, you have to do something. The Imam said, they don't listen to Allah's words. You think they go listen to my words? What are they going to do? At any rate, he came and gave them some advice. They didn't listen to the Imam's advice. You shouldn't get offended. I gave them advice. They, Alhamdulillah. You gave the advice, that's all you can do. There's no compulsion in the religion. Yaqulu ta'ala la ikraha fi al-deen. Qal tabayyin al-rushdu min al-ghayb. Al-ayah, Surah Al-Baqarah. Allah Ta'ala says there's no compulsion. There's no force in the religion. Verily that which is from guidance has been made clear from falsehood. All you do is clarify. That's it. If the Prophet of Allah couldn't force, if it wasn't correct for the Messenger of Allah to compel, how much more so you and I? You give advice, they don't take your advice, may Allah bless you, ya akhi. Someone's going to say, should I keep giving advice and advice and advice? 
If you want the reward of Allah, give advice as, as much as you can. Don't ever get tired of giving advice. Think about your soul, Yom Al-Qiyamah. Tafakkaru fi nafsika Yom Al-Qiyamah. Think about your soul, Yom Al-Qiyamah. The Prophet and the Messengers, they didn't stop giving advice yet. If the person, I gave him advice 30 times, ya akhi, hu la yasma'i la kalami, fa'ana tawaqaf anda hadihi nasiha, la hadha khata'a. I gave him advice over and over and over and over. He never takes it. So I'm done advising him. No. That one advice can get you to the Jannah. That next advice can get your sins forgiven. Don't ever stop giving advice. You try your best. Maybe a different method. For example, maybe take him out for some tea one day. MashaAllah. How's everything? Oh, you like that food? You like that nice bread I got? I made that from the masjid. Alhamdulillah, it's good. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, no, I don't want to try I'm going to try it again I brought you something from Ross, mashallah, I brought you a gift That's something else We can buy gifts outside of the Eid yeah, That's another sunnah Some scholars say it's not even a sunnah to give gifts on the Eid They would give gifts all year round Not because of the Eid That's something that we do in the West No, you give gifts on the Eid And outside of the Eid And on just because And next month And Alhamdulillah. You're my brother, mashallah. Hey, I, I, I thought I brought you something. This unites the hearts and brings the hearts closer together. Alhamdulillah. When's the last time you called somebody? Hey, yaqi, mashallah. You need something. I'm at the market. That brother's going to say, I guarantee you. Allahu Akbar. Mashallah. Even if he doesn't say, yes. He's not most... Most likely going to run down the list. Hey, honey, the brother's at the market. Throw down that list. He's most, most, most of the time going to say, La, la, I don't need nothing, ya akhi. May Allah bless you. And it's better, huwa ahsan an la tas'al. Ida tadhunnu anhu yahtaji la shay, fa'atihi hadha al-awla. Badla an tas'alahu. And it's even better, Allah alam, and Allah knows best, that you don't even ask what does he need. If you think he's in need of something, just get it. That's the best. Someone comes to visit you. And you say, hey, are you thirsty, yaqi? No, that's not from good manners. لَيْسَ عَلَيْكَ أَن تَسْأَلْهُ هَلْ أَنْتَ تُرِيدُ أَلْمَاءً تُرِيدُ حَلِيبًا تُرِيدُ شَايًا تُرِيدُ كَذَا وَكَذَا لَا أَعْتِيهِ هَذَا الْأَوْلَى Don't ask the brother, hey, shukran, Hey, listen, you want some? I got some milk. I got some water. I got some, are you thirsty? No, it's better just to give it to him. It's better. If he wants it, he'll drink it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. That's from the best Hospitality. The man sits down, and you just start presenting him with stuff. He got some fruit, alhamdulillah. He got some Oreos, he got some bananas, he got some hoops, he got some tea. Make it like a restaurant. Alhamdulillah. Whatever he wants, he'll drink. Whatever he doesn't want, he'll leave. And don't force him. That's another thing. We go to the extreme on the left. We keep giving and keep giving. And then the brother's full. Alhamdulillah, shabit. I'm for ya, alhamdulillah. La, 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 yumkin ya, alayka, 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 anta doyfi, alayka, takul. No. Just because he's your guest doesn't mean he can't say, no, ya, I'm for. Some traditions, you can't stop. They're going to feed you so much and so much, you're going to explode, for example. Or you're dozing off, trying to stay up, because you're so full from the food they gave you. May Allah make it easy, ya, Let's continue with the ninth. Who can answer? What's the difference between wajib and mustahab? 
One difference. Memorize this, Yaqwan. Al Mustahab ala Ghayri Wajhi Ilzami bil Fi'il. Mustahab is a command. They both have a command. Mustahab is not in the manner that you have to do it. It's not Ilzamiyan. It's not something that you have to do. You can choose if you're going to do it or not. Accent. Ta'i al Makru, hate it. Ma ajrul makru. What's the reward of hate it? If you do it, what? If you don't do it, what? If you do it, nothing happens. If you do it, there's no reward. If you don't do it, you're rewarded. If you don't do it, you're rewarded. You can say that. If you don't do it, for Allah's sake, you can add that. You can add that. If you leave off something, Lillahi Taala, for anta majur. You leave it off for Allah. You're rewarded. You leave it off for Allah. You're rewarded. if you do it there's no reward if you don't do it there's no sin if you do it there's no sin and if you don't do it there's no reward however if you leave it off for the sake of Allah you can you reward it so we can add that some of the scholars don't mention any definition but that's the meaning is there if you don't do it if you do it there's no sin but if you leave it off there's no reward either but if you leave it off for Allah's sake there's a reward no Al-Mahana the meaning Manaha Anhu Ashara Laysa ala Sabil Ilzam similar to Haram. Did we do Haram yet? We didn't do Haram yet. We did Haram? No, nah. we did Haram. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Haram is similar or Makru is similar to Haram. Tay Manaha Anhu Ashara that which the legislation prohibits or uh, forbids Laysa ala wajhil ilzam bitarq but it's not in the manner that's ilzam it's not in the manner that's ilzam huwa mithlu haram lakin haram ala wajhil ilzam bitarq but haram is in the manner that you have to do it. You have to leave. Off. You have to leave it off. That's why some say it's better. Our Sheikh he says, "Ma amra bihi al-shari' But some scholars prefer "Ma naha," and that may be more honorable. "Ma naha anhu al-shari'." They say that which the legislation forbids or prohibits. Prohibits. No. Those that say "Amra bihi al-shari' ala wajh al-ilzami bitarq," they add the word bitarq. But if they say manaha, then you don't have to add the word tarq. No. Tayyip, al makru manaha anhu ashar. That which the legislation prohibits. For, uh, prohibits. Or you can say prohibits. Laysa ala wajhil ilzam. Not in the manner of ilzam. It's not uh, something that, that's a must that you have to do. It's better that you do it, that you don't do it. This is makru. وَعَلَيْكَ السَّلَامُ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ
So they both have prohibitions. Al-Haram wal-Wajib. Let's change. Let's, we're going to not use definition of the Shaykh. Let's make it easy, Akhwah. Go back to your definition of Haram. We're going to differ with the Shaykh here to make it more easier. He said, Ma amra ala ilzami We're going to change it slightly. Let's say, Ma naha. Instead of amra, let's say, Ma naha for Haram. Ma naha anhu ala ilzami. Ma naha anhu ala ilzami. That which the legislation prohib, uh, forbids or prohibits. In a manner that you have to leave it all. So this way, makru and haram can match. Instead of having one, amarabihi bitarak. And then haram, makru, uh, he says, manaha. Let's keep haram, manaha. And makru, manaha. The only difference is, makru, laysa ala wajil ilzam. Wal haram ala wajil ilzam. Makru has to have a prohibition also. Has to have a prohibition. If you use naha, you know you have to have tarq. Manaha anhu shara ala wajil ilzam for haram. Manaha anhu shara ala laysa ala wajil ilzam for makru. So we're going to say makru ya ikhwan, that which the legislation prohibits or uh, forbids. Laysa ala wajil ilzam. And it's not in the manner that's ilzamiyan that you have to leave it off. Who can give us an example of something that's makro? Something that's prohibited? Makro? Ah, makro. If you are coming to the masjid, not to eat onions. Coming to the masjid, not eating onions or garlic or any offensive smell. Some say that's makro. You can say that. No way. I believe he says that's makro. Some scholars say that's haram. You're going to find a lot of differences between haram and makruh because the meaning is similar. Manaha anhu, a shar, that which the legislation forbids, for example. So, some of the things that some scholars say is haram, some say is makruh. What's an example? The Imam is yaktubu yom al jumu'ah, wa ahadakum qala hada. One of you mentioned this. Wa al Imam yaktubu, wa shaks yadukhula wa yajlis. Qala ba'adu al ulma hada haram. Qala ba'adhum hada makruh. The Imam is given the Jumu'ah. And then a brother comes in and sits. Some scholars say that's haram. Some scholars say no, it's hated. They differ because the meaning is so similar. It has a prohibition for it. The Prophet said, That's don't sit. Prohibition, prohibition. Haram, makru. But haram, ala wajil ilzami bitarq. Is in a manner that's absolute, that you have to not do it. You have to stay away from it. It's a prohibition, but it's not something that you must. That's makro. Some scholars say, no, no, there's no sin there. He didn't sin. He's just going against what's better. So they're different. I have a question. So, uh, How do you say it in Arabic? Oh, uh, you know when the Imam is giving, uh, when the Jazz Adan, when you come in, for example, uh -huh. a lot of people stand up and wait for the Adan to finish. Okay. I've heard that it's better to pray your sunnah while that ends uh, taking place because no. the khutbah wajib and the group is applying to that knowledge. Is that correct? Taib, this idea, that point of view is beautiful, ya ikhwan. But, 
Al-awla kama fa'alu. That which is better, Allah alam, is what they do. Iza nas nadakhul al-an, wal-mu'adhin yu'adhin. Yajuz lana an nusalli. Naam. Yajuz lana an nusalli. Lakin natruku amuran akhar. Iza nusalli. The mu'adhin, we come in right now for Jumu'ah. The mu'adhin is given the Jumu'ah, given the adhan. Allah akbar, Allah akbar. Some brothers are waiting. You are allowed to pray to Raka'ah here. You're allowed to pray to Raka'ah. Although the Mu'adhin is going on, the Adhan is going on. But it's better, because if you pray here, you're going against another commandment. What's that commandment? Hey, repeating after the Mu'adhin. Hey, and the dua after. The dua is recommended, repeating after the Mu'adhin, some scholars say it's obligatory. Because it's a command, going back to your principles, it's a command. The Prophet قال إذا سمعت المؤذن يؤذن فقول كما فقولوا كما يقولوا من حديث أبي سعيد الخدري. The Messenger Allah he says, if you hear the muaddin given the adhan, then say as he says. فقولوا as a command. Then say as he says. The origin and commands is wajib. That's the origin. طيب. At any rate, the you're praying to rakaah. You can repeat after the muaddin while you're in salah. Where's your khushur? For all that, you might as well answer your phone. Hey, babe, mashallah. What are you doing? I'm in salah. I'm praying right now. I'm praying. I'm praying. I'm praying right now. How are you praying, akhi? One brother said, hey, I read in the hadith, the Messenger of Allah used to pray while he was on his riding beast. Hadith is in Bukhari Muslim. So, if I'm driving my car, can I pray also? He said, yes, you can. He said, what about my fajr, my, my duhur, my asr? Can I do that then? Yes, you know, the hadith, he's talking about his nawafir. His nawafir. Sometimes the Prophet will pray on the writing beast even when it wasn't facing the Qibla. That's for the nawafir. Some scholars say he has to start off facing the Qibla and then if it goes right or left, no problem. As the Prophet will keep on praying. Alayhi salatu salam. So you're driving. I don't know how much you can, how much for sure you can have. Driving is different than al-hisan, al-dabba. Different than on the horse. On a horse or a camel. You don't have to, it's different. You don't have to be as alert. So there's a difference, ya khwan. If you do drive, pray your sunnah while you're driving, it's different, ya khwan. How are you gonna have any khushur? You have to be alert, attentive while you're driving. Not so on a donkey. Donkey's going slow, mashallah. He's not gonna go right and left. Horse is going slow, mashallah. He's not going, you can let your hands go. You can relax, you can recite some Quran. Alhamdulillah, it's different. It's nowhere near the same. <laughs> Don't do that yet, Ikhwan. Why don't I just pull over and pray if I make it easy? So now the brother comes in, the Mu'adhan is given the Adhan. This is why some of the brothers who have some fiqh, they wait. Because if you wait for the Mu'adhan to finish, you can complete both commands. The Mu'adhan is given the Adhan, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, you repeat. Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar. Shadun la ilaha illallah, shadun la ilaha illallah, shadun Muhammad Rasulullah, shadun Muhammad Rasulullah, ila akhiri hadha ad-du'a, to the end of this tremendous du'a. Tayyip. Now, you make your du'a. You're not harming no one standing. And then you pray your sunnah. If you pray your sunnah, it's allowed, but you contradict it, another commandment. How are you going to repeat after the mu'adhin? Some scholars say it's better to repeat, because that time is a limited brief time. Once إذا فاتك لا يمكنك أن ترجعه. If when it's gone, you can't bring it back. 
If you miss the Mu'adhan, you miss that time. You can't bring that time. Hey, call it then one more time. I was praying my son, alhamdulillah, I need to get that hadith. You can't do that. It's gone. When is the best time to make dua on Jumu'ah? Last hour. Last hour, Hadal Some scholars say that, and that's a strongest opinion. In between the two khutbahs? In between the two khutbahs, that's another position. Not as strong as the first, but a, a position. The and there's one more. Huh? Between the Qam and the Salah, la bas. That's general. You could say that. Jumu'ah began after the Zawah. Huh? Between the Sitting. Hey, the scholars differ, Yekhwan, into what you guys are saying. The first opinion, Hadith Abiy al Khudri, is the last hour of the Jumu'ah, right before Maghrib, as it comes in one of the narrations. Al Mushkila, the issue about this Hadith, but it's not marfu' this hadith. What's the meaning of marfu'? Your brother studied Mustala with us? It's not going back to the Prophet of Allah. Does marfu' mean it's Hassan? Does it mean it's Da'if? Does it mean it's Sahih? What does marfu' mean? It's going back to the Prophet. That's it. Can it be authentic? Can it be weak? Can it be Hassan? Answer is yes. This issue here is that it's not the marfu' hadith, it's mawquf. That is mawquf, it's not the words of the Prophet. So it has the meaning of the last hour, is the hour of Maghrib, but it's not attributed to the Prophet. The, the strongest opinion is that it's mawquf. It goes back to the companion. There's another position of the scholars. When the, when the Imam is coming here, from the time he gets on the member, and he says, Salaamu Alaikum Rahmatullahi Barakatuh, and they call the event. Until he begins. From the time the Imam is making, getting up on the member, some scholars say this is the best time to make dua. And then some say between the adhan and the iqamah. The strongest opinion is that it's the last hour of the, the daytime of Maghrib. So on Jumu'ah, you try your best to be free the last hour. It's been with the text on every Friday. Is that a Surah Al-Kaf, the hadith comes, there's a little discrepancy with the hadith, the strongest opinion is that it's authentic, some say it's also mawquf, but most scholars say it's, it's marfu' and it's sahih, it's attributed to the Messenger not every scholar agrees, some of them say that the hadith is actually mawquf, I believe also narrated by Abu Sa'id Al-Khudri, Allah no. Um when it comes to uh, like commandments of the Prophet وسلم, uh, like you said for uh, what were we talking about? Like commandments of the Prophet Like commandments of the Prophet and it's like an actual commandment. Uh. How do the scholars is it like a determining factor that they deem it mustahab? طيب usually إخوان الأصل في الأمر الوجوب هذا أصليا the origin for every commandment from Allah's messenger الأصل أن الأمر يفيد الوجوب هذه القاعدة من أصول الفقه that's a principle in the science of أصول الفقه the principles of fiqh not fiqh there's another science called أصول الفقه the principles of fiqh where principles are derived not the proofs principles from these principles the origin of every commandment is that it's obligatory. Illa bil Unless there's another hadith showing that this commandment here is not something that you must do. You're not sinful if you don't do it. It could be another narration. 
There's a hadith where the Prophet commanded the Muslims to pray with their shoes on. Hadith Abi Huraira, collected by Abi Dawood. Hadith Abu Sa'id al-Khudi, collected by Imam Abi Dawood. There's another hadith, Hadith Anas, that shows sometimes the Prophet had his shoes on and sometimes he didn't have his shoes on. So this shows that commandment is not wajib. It's recommended. Also, if the hellfire is mentioned, if the punishment is mentioned, if madha la'anatullah is mentioned, the curse of Allah is mentioned, the aghadab Allah is mentioned, the anger of Allah is mentioned, then these things show is not it is obligatory. Abu, uh, Abu Hanifa says, Salatul Jama'a rijal Sunnah. Abu Hanifa says, the men praying in congregation is a sunnah. Mustahab. What's the meaning of mustahab? The meaning? It's something that the legislation commands with, but it's not in the manner that you have to do it. So, there's no reward, there's no sin on you if you don't do it. But there's a hadith that contradicts Abu Hanifa. The word, the hellfire is mentioned. So since the hellfire is mentioned, it can't be recommended. It's stronger than recommended. If it was only recommended, there's no punishment. So the hellfire wouldn't be mentioned. Anger of Allah wouldn't be mentioned. Curse of Allah wouldn't be mentioned. So this is how sometimes the scholars can determine when they look at other narrations. Is there another narration for sitting down before you pray Um There's a few. Um, the messenger comes to in Bukhari, and the version is slightly different. Bukhari's version, Muslim says, uh, Do not sit until you pray to raka'ah. For example, there's another narration, This one is slightly different. If one of you come to the masjid, then let him pray to raka'ah before he sits. So it comes into a few different variations. They both are authentic, mashallah ta'ala. At any rate, then some scholars say if the Imam is given the Jumu'ah, you don't pray because you have to listen. But there's another narration in the, the time of the Messenger of Allah, this happened. And the Prophet of Allah called his shafs, Hal salaytu raka'atayn. The Prophet said to the man, did you pray to raka'ah? The man said, la. The Prophet said, kum fasalli. He said, get up and pray. So this contradicts that point of view also. If you can, always look at the proofs, if you can. Uh, so knowing that you can't talk during the khutbah, uh, so when, uh, when the khutbah, he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, about the Prophet, uh, are you supposed to repeat it while you're... That's a good question, Ya Ikhwan. Likewise saying, Ameen. The Imam makes some dua, some beautiful Imam, some beautiful dua. Do you say, Ameen, Ameen, Allah, Ameen. You hear some message, Ameen, Ameen, Ameen. Some scholars say, that's allowed. It's better not to do it. It's better to say I mean to yourself. Out of fear that that's speech. If that's speech, you just nullify your Jumu'ah. If it is speech, Allah Alam is a speech or not. Some scholars say it's speech, some say it's not speech. If it is speech, what's the difference between saying? You can say it to yourself, not out loud. You get the same reward. You get the same reward. You don't really have this issue here sometimes. When it gets real crowded on the first Jumu'ah here, mashallah, someone says, hey, move up, move up. And he's doing his due diligence. Move up, ya ikhwan, make room, make room. Then there's no need for someone else to come and say, hey, make room, make room. Then a third brother, make room. We hear the first brother. So you don't have to risk losing your Jumu'ah saying the same thing that we hear him saying. 
Like we all watch that that app. What are you doing in kingdom? When the blessed imams are giving the they're, they're leading the salah. Every salah, you see this. I don't know why this is there, yet. And we're not criticizing Sardia. I'm criticizing the action. I don't want no one to say, hey, now you're talking about Sardia. I'm not talking about Sardia. I'm talking about an action. I don't have an issue with no governments, no countries. I'm Muslim. That's not my Islam, yet. At any rate, we say the likes of this because sometimes people have said and people have said and people have said. So we just want to clear up, inshallah. So the Imam says, Allahu Akbar. You hear another brother, Allah. <laughs> you hear every app. Every, you hear this every app, <laughs> And the Imam is Masmur. You hear his voice. That would be allowed <laughs> if you couldn't hear the Imam. Sometimes the mic, in Qatar, the mic goes out. So the Imam, Allahu Akbar. Somebody says, Allahu Akbar. That's recommended. Abu Bakr did that. In the time of the Messenger of Allah, when he was weak, his voice was low. Some people say Abu Bakr was leading the salah. No, the Prophet was leading the salah. Abu Bakr was young, he was conveying the Prophet's voice to the people. We hear the Imam. So there's no need to convey his voice. There's no need. The Imam's voice is heard. Everyone in the whole Kaaba, in the whole Prophet's Masjid, hear his voice. Allahu Akbar. And then here comes the second brother. Allahu Akbar. And then Sami Allah Ali Rabbana There's no need for that. We hear the Imam. There's no need for that. That's redundant. If there was a need, you get a reward. There's no need. Allah Alam. That's not a sunnah of the Messenger. Even saying Ameen. Do you say Ameen out loud or to yourself? To yourself, not in the Jumu'ah, in the Salah, in the Salah. Out loud, to yourself, out loud. Oh, which one, Ya Khwan? Out loud, to yourself. Just Ameen. Very slow, very slow. Isn't there a hadith? Huh? You can hurt yourself, that's it. Say it to yourself. I'll give you another sunnah, Ya Khwan. It's a benefit. I want you to understand the sunnah. Can the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam you amim? The Messenger of Allah used to say, Ameen. And he used to raise his voice. And he used to raise his voice. At any rate, this doesn't mean you scream like you're, not like that. Raise your voice. Raise your voice. It's a sunnah. It's not obligatory to raise your voice. Why not? What's not there? The command. The Messenger of Allah did not command specifically to raise your voice. So the scholars of hadith, they say it's a sunnah because it was the action of the Messenger But also, if you say Ameen, the same time the Imam says Ameen, his Ameen is the same time the angels say Ameen. What can happen to those who did that? Their sins are forgiven. All of their sins are forgiven. One chapter of the Quran, your Ameen match the Imam's Ameen. When he says Ameen, the angels say Ameen with the Imam. That's why the Imam should say it out loud too. Sometimes some imams, they say, what a darling. No. Number one, the prophet used to raise his voice. Number two, the angels say ameen when the imam says ameen. So your ameen should match the imam's ameen. His ameen matches the angel's ameen. And then all your sins get forgiven. You just started the salah. Allah Akbar. You just began one surah. And all your sins are forgiven. Allah Akbar. 
You follow the sunnah, you did the sunnah, and you get your sins forgiven. Sometimes you see the brothers, they just say, no, it's a sunnah. You don't have to scream it. But raise your voice now. You should say it a little louder to yourself. And don't, you don't got to scream and the whole message has it, not like that. But you raise your voice. That's the sunnah of the Messenger, but it's not a direct command to do so. So it becomes mustahab. And it's masnoon. It's not obligatory. We'll stop there, Juan. No one called the then? Yeah, we got two minutes left. I know that's we passed the then time. Men you read then you add then. Who wants to call the then tonight, yeah, Juan? It's called the Ah, Rabbit. Alhamdulillah, yeah, Juan. May Allah bless you all.